Hi there, this is Dan with Roleplaying Public Radio's second production team unit at Bill's house. We are continuing the Dresden Files campaign, but this episode's going to be slightly different because there's being a character switch, and so we have to tie in a new character. I got bored. So this is what we're going to be doing today. Um, <laughs> you okay there? Really? <laughs> I just think I suck. I just, I just don't want to play him anymore because he sucks. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, it's more one of these pieces just doesn't seem yeah, to fit You were a less knightly knight of the cross than... It wasn't a knight of the cross. That's how David pitched the idea to me, and I'm sticking with it. That was kind of the issue. Is that everyone thought he was a thing that he wasn't actually... And confusion kept resulting. And I could either fight on against the currents... <laughs> or I could just, you know, start over fresh and hopefully find something that fit the tone a little better. Have I talked about my process enough now? Or? Oh, have you? Fairly good. You're the one that feels the need to justify himself to the audience currently, Bill. I just pitched it as we were good. This is a thing we're doing, and they could get over it. And you're sitting here, just like I feel like rationalization and justification is necessary. It's my so fault. you rationalize and justify to the point that you feel I'm, satisfied. I'm good. Okay, it's, it's my fault, really. That's true. <laughs> Thank Eric, you. We're nice person for taking the blame. <laughs> <laughs> Mistakes were made. Let's move on. <laughs> Alrighty. So uh, for the audience's sake, Bill, just kind of give a brief pitch of the character, and mm. then we'll do a couple vignettes and tie into present day stuff. Okay. Um, New character is Derek uh, Oak O'Hannon. A a fairy mercenary, as it were. Um, Basically runs like this. uh, Did a little research and yeah. um, Found a really interesting uh, word of the author on why there's a Mab and a Titania in the Dresden Files, but there's not an Oberon. Apparently he got in a love triangle in between those two, which, for anyone who's a fan of the series, that's a horrible, horrible choice. And so I am playing one of his former courtiers that uh, sometime around the Battle of Hastings found himself without an employer, and so has been murking around in Fey for the past millennia, uh, mostly taking jobs uh, that have to do with interacting with the Fomor on their home court, in the wild outback of fairy, as it were. Which happens to be the ocean. <clears throat> yeah, why not? I, I... Or at least the ones we've seen so far are heavily ocean interactive. I mean, if yes, it's a true. you know, dog's bre- breakfast assemblage of whatever from fairy. There could be some outback fae involved, too. That'd be yeah, interesting. You know, it outback was a metaphor. <laughs> it was a metaphor. Still, though. Some okay. some is going to come up with it. That's not a knife. <laughs> it's that not a knife. That's a spoon. <laughs> I see you've played knifey spoony before. <laughs> oh no! It'd be the Fomor from the or from Australia, where literally everything is trying to kill you. The spiders, the snakes, the weather. The I was just saying though that that gives me some tie-in for some Dreamland-style bullshit <laughs> dealing with the Fomor in Australia. It's dream time, not dreamlands. Close enough. There's a chapter in masks you should probably read if you're going to do that. 
Yeah. Uh, but at any rate, anyway. So is this is this an episode of Dresden or an episode of After Hours? Because yes, uh, also yes, <laughs> something like that. Okay. Everyone keeps assigning on me. I'm, I'm going to say that Bill's had like 80% of the conversation so far. <laughs> Carry on, Bill. I'm done. Okay, I'm then. I'm good. Uh, I, think, I think the tacos and the sugar is to blame for our lack of focus currently. Um, but we're having fun. First comment going to be about tacos and sugar. <laughs> Don't you wish you had tacos and sugar right now? <laughs> Didn't realize a 12-pack of tacos and two packs of candy would have done this to my game. But we're God. all fat. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm svelte. <laughs> it's German for fat, right? <laughs> but it's classier. Exactly. The language. <laughs> oh, man. I'm really glad Ross just barely listens to these before he posts them. <laughs> what are you talking about? He probably will be laughing his ass off. I was going to go for Zoftik myself. <laughs> Once <laughs> again, <laughs> German for fat. Wow, there are a lot of German words that mean fat. They have 24 words for fat. Haven't you seen their diet? <laughs> <laughs> Is one of those words delicious? Maybe. <laughs> anyway. anyway, I like the newsletter. May I subscribe? David's <laughs> Our- cannibal side came out surprisingly quickly. <laughs> German words for fat magazine. <laughs> Sign up now and learn all the German fat, fat facts. Actually, I'd like to I... apologize to any Germans or fans of Germany or so would I. Actually, I'd like to know that Bill started it. Actually, the German words for fat magazine is probably not the kind of magazine <laughs> anyone's thinking of right now. Well, now I am. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, would you look at that? The rails are way over there. <laughs> I don't see no fucking rails anymore, man. Yeah, perpendicular and upside down to this conversation. I have no idea how this train got in this position. It's all fun and games until somebody inhales a gummy bear. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Cinnamon and this, bear. And this is the episode where we record a dangerism. <laughs> all right. So, sequence of timeline... <laughs> Let's do some vignette tie-ins. Yep. Um, so first in the first event in history would be the vignette with you and David. Yep. Okay. So here's where we are at. Uh, David, you and your mentor, who is training me. Name. Um. <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. Sir, soon to be dying in this picture. Um. <laughs> Dan, take it away. Uh, Quick, Dan. Indian names that aren't racist. <laughs> uh, I'll take 400, Alex. <laughs> it's the daily double. <laughs> Making me come up with shit for your character. 1950s film star was not considered for the role of Tonto. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Johnny Depp? <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. You lost your farm. <laughs> anyway, while you think of a name for your mentor... <laughs> Come job. on, man. Some redirection. Like, two dogs or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not two dogs, one. 
<laughs> two, two dogs, dogs one, one cup. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> two dogs fighting. He would have given his left arm to be named Two, two, two dogs, dogs Fighting. fighting. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, and his brother, his twin brother, one man with a bucket. <laughs> oh my god. Pratchett reference. <sighs> So, um, you, this is what, eight, this is the era of the War of 1812, blah, 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 so history. It's 1812. It's 1812. History lesson, blah, 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 Um, Bill. Sean would be when we need him. Um, mm, not here. Right. Uh, you are, you, your character would be doing what, since you have, if you haven't quite taken a side in this conflict... <clears throat> Right. Um, well, I would probably be doing my normal thing, which is uh, acting as the executor of a favor between one of the uh, Sealy or Unsealy courts and one of the minor courts of the Wild Fae. Okay. And, you know, the biggest favor and the reason I am frequently employed being beating someone else up. Okay. Usually the phone. Okay. Okay. Um, so who am I hitting on behalf of today? Actually, you're waiting on the assignment. You've been asked to meet at meet someone. Um, meet person at place and time for more information? Pretty much, yes. There's a down payment? Yep. There's a down payment so you know we're serious. All right. I'm leaning against an oak tree. I'm my staff. Okay. Um, the gentleman... Walks up, uh, wearing wearing a robe, kind of nice looking. Um, wields what you readily identify as a wizard staff. Oh, it has a knob on the end. Huh? A wizard staff has a knob on the end. More Pratchett. <sighs> Pratchett isn't even alive yet. <laughs> he transcends time. <laughs> he does. L space is everywhere. And when. And when we play the Pratchett Files, <laughs> these references will be great. Bill will run that game, and I will derail the shit out of it. <laughs> with quotes from Dresden Files, just to fuck with it. Your lack of focus is not my problem. Octocongs, <laughs> why it's, is it always Octocongs? It is my opportunity. <laughs> We've shown the spotlight on him, and his diva has come out. Well, everybody else had had a turn so far. <laughs> Um, so it's just like, so you're the man that, uh, can grant favors of a certain variety. Yep. Uh, I need you, I need your experience with certain outcast dwellers before mm. they summon a different variety of outcasts. I think I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh. Eric, I'm see, just going to throw your dice box at David. See, the key is not to react. Use the D30. It's going. really hard, but it's kind of useless, so... Okay. <laughs> um, there'll be two agents of the White Council working on the opposite end. They'll be coming from the, uh, the New World, as some people are describing it now. They'll be working that angle. I'm asking you to work on this side of 
on these continents mm-hmm. to begin gathering any information you can um, during this time of turmoil. Lots of things are going missing. I would like opportunities to have some of those items reacquired. Here's a list. Mm-hmm. If you come across any of them, there'll be bonuses, but mostly I just need you to do what you do best and put attention to their plans. Where do I sign? Uh, right here. Scribble, scribble. Thank you, sir. I'll be in touch. And then, um, without even seeing his face, he poofs out of... Just poofs into the never-never and... One moment he's there, the next he's gone. Pretty much. Okay. Probably not your average spell slinger. Sure. Okay. I have a vague feeling I might have heard of this guy before. Probably. You didn't work. You didn't get a good look at his face, but there's something shiny under that hood. Right. Well, yeah, and that vaguely. Moorish. They call it Middle Eastern. Yeah. Moorish. Yeah. Accent. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, I'm supposing that, like, the document I have been given has enough details that I know where I'm supposed to be going. Yeah. Um, pretty much you're going to be sailing to what has been colloquially referred to as New England. That's where you're ultimately going to get. <clears throat> you're going to get, but they're asking you to go not by boat, but by ways of ferry and gather any information you can along the way. Alright. I tie a bindle around the end of my oak stick, sling it over my shoulder, and... Whistle a jolly tune. Whistle a jolly tune. <laughs> I walk carefully down the path. Alrighty. David? Well, Laya and I... Okay. Are... Um, you get... Laya gets message from senior counsel saying that there's... Goings and movings and shakings of um, what's being referred to as a breach of the outer gates. It's being attempted, given the fact that most of the European wizards are tied up, as it were, with uh, events going on on the European continent and around the world. You guys are being asked to see how it's influencing the Americas. Which is good, because we're here. Yes. Coming to America. Today? Today! Oh, that doesn't leave us a lot of time. (laughs) So what are you going to do to try to conduct your own search? Because there's not nearly as much infrastructure or support yet. I mean, you're dealing with a government that's less than 50 years old at this point. Yeah, but... Also dealing with a mentor who probably knows his way around a little bit better than I do. I am assuming that we are going to be doing simple networking. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically asking the other wizards who are in the area. Uh, Hey, I know that we're a couple of states away from each other, but have you seen anything fishy? (laughs) Are you currently or have you ever summoned an outsider? We understand that he who has the mouth full of pointy teeth is trying to find a way through. <laughs> nice. He who has the mouth full of pointy teeth. 
All the cool names were taken. <laughs> Would you rather I said he who has more teeth than the Osmond family? That's scary as hell right there. That would be. <laughs> he who walks in beauty like the night? No, then we would have to say he who runs with the shadows of the night. And then we would get a Pat Benatar soundtrack. <laughs> he who takes his little turn on the catwalk. On the catwalk. <laughs> All the good names were taken. Dan's giving up. You can see it right now. Um... Actually, um, so you get pointed to a town that was, at one point in time, you, you don't catch the name. They're just saying that there was a town that had a shipyard, and they were seeing a lot of good profits coming from shipping goods back and forth. But the goings-on of the war have pretty much starved the town out in terms of shipping, but it still seems to be growing. Hmm. Like, there are more people showing up, but the economic situation is getting a lot worse. That definitely sounds like something fishy. Mm -hmm. So, we should definitely go and investigate this place. Uh, where is it? Uh, it's in Massachusetts. Ah, somewhere up in New England. Yes. So you get up there, you travel up that way, and you are haunted by occasional nightmares. Um, well-meaning, but uh, still slightly racist white guys asking, so, what exactly do you people do out there in them uh, deserts? <coughs> because, yeah. No, sorry, go on. Okay. Haunted by nightmares. Because it's still okay to be racist towards white people. Sorry, I'll show When is it never? <laughs> when is that not okay? So you get up there, and yes, it's a town near a town called Ipswich. It doesn't have a name, doesn't even have a post, but you see the shipyard. And you see... The closer you got to town, the more that the farmland seemed to be faltering, less tended to, or rather, you saw that they were being tended to greatly, they just weren't doing anything. <coughs> Things are dying. Not quite sure why. <coughs> hmm. But the people are still trying to farm anyway. <coughs> it's not like they're it's going... sad or die. Oh, I was saying they're not obviously going through the motions. Right. They're not going through the motions. They're trying to get the land to give something up. Land is just not cooperating right now. Not taking it to gunpoint yet. Okay. Sorry, I need water, apparently. Now take a short break while our GM tries to stop himself from asphyxiating. 
It's important when GMing to not asphyxiate. <laughs> breathing is an important part of the process. <laughs> one must breathe in and one. breathe out. Otherwise, one cannot go on. Can I get a woosah? Woosah. Woosah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yes, investigating this rather gray, dreary place... Where there's nothing really growing. No, that would be in Technicolor. This is black and white. Well, that part's in black and white. Man has point. Um, I think that we're going to go from this to something that is less in Technicolor, though. I think we're going to go from black and white to just black. Anyway. So a Rolling Stones song? Uh, so is no longer dying. <laughs> for now. <laughs> um, so you do get to the town proper, and there is a, a tavern in Pirate Bar, Sailor's Pub, whatever you choose to call it. <clears throat> well, that does seem to be the traditional place to ask around to find out what's going on in the town. Mm-hmm. It's that or the hair salon. And I don't think this place has a hair salon. Your mentor must be so proud. <laughs> <clears throat> so you guys go... Um, is your mentor a native or is your mentor yes. an immigrant that is happening to teach you? Um, also native. Okay. Um... You being from your background, you're slightly more dressed for the occasion. He is asked to wait outside. Um, so you walk in, and yeah, all sorts of unsavory types. Um, you know, just think of stereotypical. Term. Oh, hey, there's Biff over there in the corner playing. Yes. No. No, no, not Beth. There's there's really not music. It's just the sound of drinking, carousing, and sometimes fighting. And crippling depression. Yes. <laughs> so not as lively as that other place. Gotcha. Yeah. But more or less. It's lively in the sense that people are drinking and trying to have a good time to get their minds off of the crippling depression. So they're cheery, but forcing themselves to be. Right. All right, um, well, let's try the traditional approach. I'm going to head up to the bar, uh -huh. ask for whatever's on tap, and pay for it and ask, so what's going on? Oh, yeah. Business is dying. Farmers can't seem to provide enough to those of us here in town, and we can't seem to get any ships to come in to harbor to unload anything worth a damn. And really, all we got right now coming in is those funny that the that weird feller with the accent keeps bringing. He's bringing us some. He's continuing to bring the ale and the grog over for us. But if it weren't for that, I think we'd probably kill each other. Oh, thank goodness for that. Uh, because alcohol often prevents violence <laughs> in large enough quantities. <laughs> When you get too drunk to stand, it's hard to throw a punch. 
unless you're throwing the one that's got vermouth and gin and vodka and a little bit of fruit juice, just so you can call it punch. For those of you who are curious, we will be posting that recipe on... <laughs> he just did. Yeah. He really just did. He didn't give portions. Can't portions? Just take, can't just take and pour a whole bottle of vermouth into some Hawaiian punch and expect it to be good. Challenge <laughs> accepted. No, Bill, it's a trap. It's not what vermouth is for. <laughs> Vodka and Weird fellow, you say, with the accent. Oh, yeah. He's somehow managing to get ships in and out. Huh. This guy hiring? Oh, he doesn't come into the bars. He usually just... He stays on his ship most of the time. We get lads to go up and unload the dock, unload it off the ship, or his lads will unload it onto the docks. He never leaves it, though. Okay. Well, thank you kindly for that, sir. No problem. At least some of you folk are trying to get civilized. Smile, tip of the hat. Okay. Big smiles and big smiles outside. Bill. What's up? Uh, as you could probably guess out of character, but haven't quite guessed in character, there are rumors of a boat that travels on the seas of the Never Never, but then randomly disappears, assuming that it crosses over into the mortal world. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I will book passage on said boat. Okay. Well, you identify the captain right away as a Fomor servitor, but this is the era where servitors actually looked more like humans and were just fanatical followers, not grafted guar machines. Well, to each their own. I'm going to flomp the hell out of him. The <laughs> <laughs> squat gentleman kind of resembles more of a frog than a man in certain lights. He's more frog than man now. Twisted and evil. Probably eat small puppies, because frogs give no fucks. If it's made of meat, they eats it. If it's meat, <laughs> I eats? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. It's the only reason why they don't try to eat us. We're too damn big. <laughs> you have an interesting perception of frogs, sir. <laughs> anyway. All right, I'm on the frog boat. Yep. And yeah, it's just people that aren't from Book Passage. I mean, you're you're going to you're going to be what are you going to try to get your own quarters, private space or are you just going to hammock up in the crew quarters? Uh, and pay your way through labor. Are there any sharks? You could punch one. Yeah, I mean it would provide meat for the crew and entertainment. No. No, because these are people who are trying to commit serious trade on the high seas. Oh, okay. So Yeah, I'll, I'll just... No, I, I will pay for quarters. Okay. <clears throat> um, there really isn't a whole lot... I, you, I'm not looking for fancy. I'm just, yeah. Well, no, I was saying in terms of the cuisine, but, you know, there's not a, you know, hard tack... Salted, whatever. I'm a fairy. It's okay for me to eat food in fairy. Okay. Um, uh, but the and so, but the thing that they seem to be giving to everybody is the drink. 
Like mm-hmm. the, the drink that they're shipping back and forth, they're also very open about just like, yes, if you need some, pop open a barrel. We don't care. There'll be more where that came from. We're not worried about the supply right now. It's not particularly usual for them to pass a lot of... For ships to provide a lot of drink in uh, yeah. goods to, to passengers, is it? No. Um, well, Especially not if it's a potent potable. Yeah. Well, yeah, they give them water, for sure. <laughs> um if I if I refuse, is there any? No, I mean, you paid your way. They okay. they're saying it's just like if you need something to drink, there's plenty of the there's plenty of ale to have. Or if ale's not your speed, we also got variations of grog. If you really want some of the good stuff, the captain, you might have to sit with the captain and drink it. But I'm good. I just want to get where I'm going. Okay. Alertness. That's three. Yeah, the the command crew, mm-hmm. you recognize as people who work for, or, you know, you just know the look of a Fulmore devotee. It's beginning to look a lot like fishmen. But the crew, by and large, are all currently humans. Okay. And they, you know, they, if you spend any time with them, they'll, you know, they're all God-fearing men. You know. Which one? Well, the only one that matters. They're Christians, Bill. Okay. Darn here. We're, on a, for we're both on a coyote worshippers. In the Never Never. It but was a legitimate question. They don't see it as that because it looks an awful like the normal ocean on this side. Okay. Just sometimes the stars look a little weird and a lot more pretty. They're right. The stars are right. Anyway. Okay, and so... Time that... In a lot shorter time than it would take to get back and forth across the pond. Um, find yourself in a small harbor town. Okay. And Is there a girl in this harbor town? Does she work laying whiskey down? Uh, Does do she wear say... a braided chain made of finest silver from the north of Spain? We're Great. done now. Okay. So the crew gets to work unloading the booze. Um, the sheer amount that they drink didn't seem to do anything to the supply. And there's still plenty to unload. Mm-hmm. Um, the proprietor of the tavern in town meets with the captain on the gangplank briefly. They shake hands. Um not going to make you roll for this uh, but you do hear him saying it's like we don't have money to pay you for this shipment and the captain goes oh I know you'll be good for it okay and then crew gets all back on the ship and then boat leaves so master while is... the ship is unloading, we'll have plenty of time to oh, where to go. Yeah, pretty much. Son of a... I mean, it was just there. 
Okay. So... <clears throat> well, on the face of it, I don't tend to spoil a lot for the foam or if I'm not actively... Mm-hmm. You know, if they're not actively the group I'm supposed to be working against. Right. Like, they frequently are, but... I don't go into the bars and the Fomor parts of town and pick fights with the biggest, uh-huh. you know, baddest mother Fomor in there. Ha! <laughs> See what you did there. Very clever. Um, Very nice. Much wow. But considering I am supposed to be looking for, you know, Fomor guys summoning outsiders, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's apparently what was on my remit. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm just correlating that data. So... Weird providence of free booze plus summoning things from beyond the outer gates might be connected. Mental check mark. Okay. Um, well, I guess we'll do some backtrack. Is there anything that you and your mentor want to do with the boat before it leaves? Well, we were going to try to talk to the captain, but I like the idea of all right, let's row out there. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. Still works. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the barkeep that you met last night is just, you know, he's, he just kind of looks out to the sea as the ship is leaving with this quizzical look on his face. Is everything all right, my good man? I don't like owing people money. We couldn't pay for the full shipment, but he left it with us anyway. Said that I'd be good for it. Well, it stands to reason. If you sell the drink, That's you'll have it on it. the next one. We're run. really not selling it. Anyway, don't let the, don't let our troubles wear you down. Um, well, let's get this. He's, he hollers at his own. Lads, get this uh, get this shit back to the tavern. Hmm. Indeed. <clears throat> so we know that he's not. He didn't pay for it, but they gave it to him anyway. What merchant? What ship captain anywhere would take a load that far? With no expectation of profit. That does not seem like the typical behavior of any kind of merchant. That is very true. But then again, this barman seems a little odd as well. He said, well, we're not selling it, but they are selling it at the bar. Are they... You would think that they would run out of space before they would run out of customers. I mean, sell what you have before you pick up more. Unless people are drinking on credit and not paying for it. That's why he can't pay for the shipment. But he still needs more. Yeah. Because there's nothing like convincing people to never come back to your tavern again like running out of booze. You can't collect tabs on people that don't show up. And you keep the tab running, just in case they can eventually pay for it. Right. 
Hmm. Curiouser and curiouser. Um, as the guys are unloading, there's another gentleman that's just in the street screaming about the evils of Demon Hooch. Okay. Well, we've spoken with the pro-alcohol side of the equation. <laughs> Why? what do you think we speak to the anti Good idea? Bad idea? I don't know why you'd want to talk to Ant's eye. The gentleman who's raving in the street. Ah. Should should we speak with me? We need to bring Ant into the equation at some point. Now you're derailing yourself. Right. (coughs) Yes, NPC, let us approach him. Uh, he's just, you see, like, the bar, the bartender has long since ignored this guy and isn't even bothering to yell anything back, and, you know. I'm going to see if I can... Dress like an 1812 reverend. What's this you say about demon hooch? It's just the devil's drink. It's committing all sorts of sin and atrocity, and ever since it's been... Showing up here, people have been uh, fallen from the path. And it's obvious, given how we are being punished for our sins. We've got a war going on, and obviously the war is God's way of telling us that we are uh, that we are walking the wrong path, that we are doing the wrong things. The men folk and even the women folk and the child, even the children are turned into the drink. Even the child folk? Even the child folk are turning to the drink, and we are being punished further that we, our own crops and our own lands are going barren because our souls are now barren. Hmm. Mental check mark on that lead. Okay, so here's what we figured out. Booze, bad. Booze, responsible for all of the evils. Booze free. Speak to ranting pastor, zero of one. <laughs> Speak to ranting pastor, one of one. Hmm. Um, and actually, it's just, I've got hmm. a large gathering of people, and everyone's going to come to town Sunday morning, and we're going to talk about... Our, the town itself is going to talk about our alcohol problem. <laughs> This is an intervention. Yeah, from all of us to all of us. (laughs) But Saturday night, there's going to be one hell of a party. Well, I can see that. Because it's the, well, if we're about to prohibition ourselves, we're going to walk into this Mardi Gras style. You're going to throw beads at each other? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Why not? That's going to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, fast forward in time, everyone's drinking, carousing, things are getting... With all these people drinking, your wizarding senses are picking up on something. Like, there's magic in the air now. Yeah. Um, let's take a look at those barrels. Oh, yeah. There's an enchantment on that, on that dar hooch. There's a whammy in that hooch. Uh, okay, so figured that part out. Um... 
in the in the midst of all the carousery, I suppose I will approach uh, Wizard One and Wizard Two. And wizard old and Wizard new. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's Wizard Red, I'm Wizard Blue. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, you appear to not be locals. Oh, we're somewhat local. We're actually from the other side of the river. The Which big river? one. Yeah, that's a ways, isn't it? Bit of a ways. At any rate. It um, took a ways to get here. Hey... <clears throat> By any happenstance, does my uh, employment document contain, like, a sign and countersign? Yes. Okay. The drummer played with drumsticks. So, when you arrive late and you're the exterminator, you should burn the apartment down. Yes. What? Good job, White Council. That was pretty advanced <laughs> shit right there. Counselor <laughs> fucking spies. <laughs> uh, Flashing back to spies like us. Were you sent here on the secret mission, too? Pretty much. <laughs> um, well, what have you gathered about this dour place? Well, several things. Uh, one... There's something in that there hooch. Ah. That would make sense. They were making it as freely available as possible on the trip over here. And uh, I couldn't help but notice that while the majority of the crew were human in in the most normal sense, the uh, command crew of the ship were not quite. Hmm. Fomor servitors. Frog-looking types. Hmm. Mm. So that's not good. Mm-mm. Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, Eric, you can be the mentor now. You can roleplay him. Indulge your stereotyping. Go for it. <laughs> you can be involved now. This is, this is how you chose to be involved. Why you want to throw me in like that? <laughs> I think you threw yourself in that one. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to participate in this bar fight. No, no need to throw me through the window. I'll throw myself. <laughs> <clears throat> At any rate, well, um, just to make sure we're on the same page here, what were you and your uh, friend, what are what are you investigating? Well, he actually got the briefing. I was told to be on the eye out, or keep an eye out for something strange. Oh, well, good. A very specific remit. Wizards are like that sometimes. They don't want to give you information when they could make you learn. As I have picked up over the years. No idea what you're talking about. Well... <laughs> I wasn't paying enough attention to play the mentor, I don't think. <laughs> no, you're doing great. No. <laughs> doing it's fighting. enforced method acting. It's yeah, working really well. Um, oh, enforced is that one. Yeah. Well, um, apparently not being amongst your special secret magic club, uh, they felt 
that they could actually share information with me. So, um, I'm actually here trying to, well, apparently there are some more types using the uh, opportunity of the ongoing war to uh, try to carve out a new niche for themselves uh, over here, and doing it with the uh, aid of entities from beyond the outer gates. So that's lovely. Pretty sure there's a law against that. When One of the mortal. big ones. Yeah. I mean, it's not great for immortals either, but, well, I would say they don't chop people's heads off for it on the fairy side of things, but I guess I'm kind of that guy, so maybe we do. Yeah, so th this is clearly something that is bad and wrong. So how are we going to stop it? Well, first we need to come up with a new word for it. It's like a dog. <laughs> um, Thank God, other people went there with me. Hell, <laughs> badong. Badong. Um, All right. So if I'm playing the mentor, are, are, is David and I are, are David and I actually aware of the alcohol scrub party? I was kind of napping through. The yes, yes, it's happening all around. Okay. Well, then the alcohol party is actually going to. Release a great deal of mystic energy, much is. emotion that can be drawn upon. Mm -hmm. If these fomor of yours are trying to draw something into this world, that might provide them the psychic energy. So we'll need to find them and stop them. Indeed, and uh, if they were perchance, I don't know. Honestly, I mean, what couldn't you do with magic beer? And uh, stay sober. Well. That's a good call. That would be the uh, worst kind of magic beer. <laughs> what beer that is, made you sober? What, ah! what good is fire water if it doesn't give us the fire in our belly? <laughs> wow. That happened. I'm getting so much hate on my Facebook when this goes up. <laughs> Pretty much. Depends on how many fans you friend on Facebook. None so far. <laughs> Anyway, Give it time. Um, so we need to find a proper place where they could perform the summoning and still draw on the energy. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not going to be a whole lot of places from here. I mean, are there any? I mean, why are you whistling, Dan? Nothing. It's fine. Are you whistling in character or out of character? Out of character. Okay. The uh, central or focus. If, I, if it's in character, there's probably only one character that's whistling right now. Out of the whole drunk mob. He won't be drunk. The rest of them are singing and fornicating while the pastor looks on because he's not drunk. The pastor is not drunk. Pastor's apparently uh, locked himself in the church all night getting ready for the sermon tomorrow. I am suddenly suspicious of the pastor. Well, common sense says it would be one of two places <laughs> the, the church. The church. <laughs> or the church. The church because it's in obvious. Or the bar itself if. Because that would be the center of all the energy. Yeah, well, that's where everybody starts the party. So, well, unless there are like, I mean, what's the construction of the town? There isn't like a lovely gazebo on the hill in the middle of. No, none of that. Okay, like a small gazebo. abandoned town nearby that the locals think is full of vampires or something. There's nothing like that. No. no okay. None of that. A uh, clock tower that hasn't ran since lightning struck it in the fifties. No. 17. Just checking. 
It could have been the clock tower in 1750. Uh, the old abandoned lighthouse that nobody goes up anymore but still somehow sheds a light out? What about that well where that fucking kid Timmy keeps going and falling in? <laughs> is he falling in or is the dog pushing them? I could, I always got confused. Old man Jenkins' mine? There have been some strange lights up there lately. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you guys spend the night trying to figure out where this ritual is taking place. Get absolutely nowhere. Because <laughs> I'm moving the scene along. <laughs> Actually, would that be a lore check to go, all right, where would it yeah, be? Seriously. Mm. But, mm, yeah, seriously. Magically speaking, what makes the most sense? Okay, then yes, lore checks. Do a little thaumaturgy to try and follow the, the energy. <coughs> Those are hands. They represent the number five. Oh, okay. I don't have a character sheet, so there's no point in rolling. <laughs> we'll just assume the mentor is ineffectual. Well. There's no point I, I'm, in rolling. I, I'm guiding you. That's why, because I'm assisting both of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's I. The bar makes the most sense. Okay. If they're generating this much psychic energy off of booze that is even more addictively drunk. I mean, because it's obviously what the enchantment would be. What would it be anything else? Um, Hey, I'm the mentor, and I have no investment in this, so we go to the bar, search around, and I will open my sight. (laughs) (laughs) Um... This is your wise man? (laughs) (laughs) I have this feeling of impending doom. Not quite doom, um, but there are symbols all over the barrels of the hooch. <coughs> they hurt to look at. Can they, I decipher them at all? You can. You the more you try, the more it hurts. But it also makes a weird kind of sense. Nothing else obvious. Revealed by the site, no like pooling of energy or oh, there's plenty of Bakian energy rolling around right now, um, but there's also like some of the symbols are now also like there are hands on the shoulders of a bunch of the bar patrons, and the back of that hand has that sign on it. Okay, relaying information. Take a quick glance up towards the church. Do I see anything unusual that way? Um, other than a lot of white light, guys with flaming swords and wings and stuff. You know, usual. Yeah, same old, same old. What the hell are you guys doing up there? <laughs> the evil is down here. Nope, watching <clears throat> cartoons. Wait, so are the symbols on the barrels only visible through the site, or... I'm sure if you had other ways to look it up, you could see them. After he relays to us that they're there, we'll lore cover it. Yep. Here's a magic dust to sprinkle on them to make mm-hmm. them visible. Yeah, those are uh, those are symbols. Um, yeah, those are outsider symbols. Those do not. Those are words that should not be seen by eyes. Okay. And but you're looking at them, <clears throat> and that hurts. 
Uh, well, then I'll not look at them. Oi, what the um, So, with, with occultist countermeasures, um, like, what, what are, what are the symbols actually doing? Are, is, is the enchantment on the booze actually tied to the symbols? If we disrupt them, will it disrupt the booze effect? Um, the symbols on the booze is more so to help make sure that the booze contains its effect. Essentially, the symbols on the barrels kept the magic from being grounded out while traveling across an ocean. Mm. That's interesting. So at this point, it's already in them. Yes. Yeah, and the all the the energy's already all in the air, anyways. Right. Closing off the site, why don't we look for, like, a cellar or something? Because they're probably not going to summon whatever they're summoning here in the bar. Right. Well, you said that it's on showing up on the hands. I mean, there's hands that are tapping the shoulders that have that symbol. What is that one symbol? Do we know? This one. Oh. That would be a pentacle star with wavy arms and an eyeball in the center. For those of you who can't see... Through the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Hmm. Is there any reasonably inobtrusive way? I mean, like, okay. I want to stagger out into the midst of the party mm-hmm. and get relatively close to one of those individuals. Mm-hmm. Um,. Does it seem like, given the position on his body and just, you know, what we can know about the symbol, is there any way to disrupt it? No, because that's the function, that's the enchantment on the alcohol. Okay. Is to put that idea of influence onto their person. Okay. So at this point, I mean, just making sure I'm not missing anything. We're too late to disrupt the uh, the enchantment on the alcohol. Right. We can't do anything about you're, its after effect on them. You're you're a few months too late at this point. They've well, been drinking okay. it long enough that it's like even if you were to disrupt this party, you wouldn't. The primary enchantment effect is still sure. going to be there. Okay. So yeah, we do just need to sour it as it's going off. So we need to find where it's going off. So yeah, if there's a cellar to the bar, let's yeah do that thing. Cellar attic. Um, you go down into the cellar and, um, you sneak down into the cellar. (laughs) And the, the actual owner of the tavern is just kind of frantically scrawling, going over ledgers, has no idea, um, what to do with his tabs and just muttering to himself. So does he look like he's, he looks like he's out of control of himself? Um, in that way that I've been drinking while trying to balance my books because I don't want to deal with the reality that my books aren't balancing and I'm trying to be a responsible business owner. So either this is a great screen for the weirdest act of thaumaturgy ever, or it's not going down here. Don't think it's going down here. Shall we just leave the man to his quiet existential crisis? Agreed. All right. Back up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we'll pick up the pieces of him later. Let's make sure there's a down first. 
Um, Pretty sure one way or another, after everything settles, people are going to need a drink. <laughs> we'll just have to find some. <clears throat> I mean, people are drink. Yes. Fair. Um, the the Reverend walks into the bar. At this What's point, the punchline. <laughs> Ouch. Punchline is that he puts a sack on the counter for the man behind the bar to take, and it's like, the payment has agreed. Just make sure you guys usher all these drunks back to the church in the morning. Well, this isn't getting suspicious. Not at all. Let's take us a sneak up to the church. <laughs> well, where's the where's Why the don't pastor? You take a... Huh? He's going back to his home. Why don't you take a gander at that? Which is a small rectory next to the church. Okay. Why don't you take a gander at that uh, reverend? Parsonage. Fine. We will gander at the reverend. Reopen my third eye. (laughs) Oh. Here's where I go crazy. Oh, there there are lots of images behind his shoulders. The word squamous doesn't even begin to describe what you see behind this gentleman. Yeah. Um, so that, yes, we should go check out the church. That, that symbol's emblazoned <clears throat> on his head. Okay, relaying this information, closing the eyeball. Ow. <laughs> so, Ganderet Reverend. He pains me. So Let's just burn the church down and be done with it. <laughs> it's the only way. It's the, only way. From the safest way. Yeah, exactly. Nuke it from orbit. Um, <clears throat> unless that's a horrible idea because it's somehow warded against fire. Yeah. All the other. Oh, no, it'll burn just like any other building. It's just, you know, this is an era where, you know, things like... Fire is bad. <laughs> this is an era where things like... Fire protection agencies aren't really a thing. Um, if we burn the church, we may as well burn the whole town. Because there's no way They're to prevent... They're white people. The- I'm okay with it. <laughs> wow. So much hate mail coming. So much hate mail. <laughs> hey, as uh, messed up as Max is, his, his mentor just had to be like a bitter old fuck. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He had a long time to turn into a better old fuck in between. That <laughs> That's all I'm saying. How bad is it that Max is actually young and idealistic? <laughs> so is that actually going to be your plan, is to burn the church and hope that most of the town survives it? Who's hoping the town survives it? <laughs> or, or we could go in and try to disrupt the thing that's in the church rather than the church. Which one do you think the White Council would prefer? If we use regular fire, they won't care. Because then we're not using magic to kill people, we're just killing people. But which one's easier to veil out? If the whole town burns down, they can't really connect it to anything mystical. (laughs) Why, uh, we're not going to burn down another town. Another town. (laughs) Chicago hasn't even had a chance to establish itself up for a fire yet. Why do you want to block me like that, David? (laughs) I don't know what that name means, but I'm going to keep using it as a pun. (laughs) I'm probably insulting somebody really bad right now. 
they're probably sitting out there like, why do you want to do that, Eric? Why do you want to keep making the pun out of that name? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need a drink. You can actually see the headache okay. forming on Dan's brain right now. <laughs> um, it looks like a church. Are the doors unlocked? Yeah. Let's head inside. And if they, even spinning. if they were locked, I don't think that'd be a problem for you guys. So, for all intents and purposes, might as well be unlocked. Yes. Hmm. In we go. In you go. It looks like the inside of a church. Sight it. Because um, <laughs> I haven't had enough things burned into my brain tonight. <laughs> Actually, it still looks like a church. There's nothing like otherworldly or outsidery scribbled in secret ink in this church. Does it actually feel like it's holding the magic of a consecration or something like that? No, it doesn't. It right now it just feels like a building. Like it doesn't look like a church. You've looked at other white man churches before with the mm-hmm. site and you know there is the presence of the white god in those places. Not so much here. This really isn't a place. It's a building. There is no spirit here. It is, yeah. And it's, it's just almost as if he's killed it off. Great, an empty vessel. Uh, that's all I needed. Um, the white man's home. This would be the next place to go. Yeah, probably the white man's throat. Alright. <clears throat> is the rectory door, or, yeah, locked? Um, or do you mean the parsonage? Yeah, I kind of do, because in the Northeast, in this era, it's likely a Protestant church, in which case right. it's parsonage. Okay, fine. Whatever. Same difference. It's true. Church owns house for preachy men living. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I was just going to quip it once earlier and let it pass. David's the one who called it out on Dan. Preacher man. <laughs> no, preachy man. <laughs> anyway. Defender of unfunness. Is its door locked? Um, yes, the door is locked. <laughs> the door to the parsonry is locked? Yes. <laughs> Wait, parsonry or parsonage? The parsonry or the rectorage. Parsonary? <laughs> Parsonarium? <laughs> Orphanarium? <laughs> Or for Parsonario. Ganasifaherpolades. <laughs> Fans, we guarantee you no uh, alcohol was included in this episode. Okay, Burglary! So. It's why I have it. It's why I made the door locked. Three. Yeah, I mean, it's a piece of shit locked from a piece of shit poor <laughs> harbor town. So you're just like, pickety, pickety, fuck it, break. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, are the hinges going to squeak when I open the door? Probably, since WD-40 is not a thing that exists. Right. Spit on them. Whale oil. Whale us. blubber is. <laughs> Rub some whale yeah, on that. We, we put out one of the lamps and drip a little whale oil on the hinges. Okay. So you're going to whale on the door. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there dark and monstrous chanting coming from inside, or dark and monstrous snoring? Mostly just dark and monstrous quiet. Oh, that's the worst option out of all of them. Unless he just doesn't snore. 
Anyway, well, um, Waya, you want to take a looky loo through the priesty hut? At this point, why are we not just killing him? He's got outsider signs all over him. All that right. is the remit of this job. It's your remit of the job. Do you, do you see this bag? It's black. That tells you what kind of job I'm on. I don't know about you guys. I mean, they're just here to stop the outsiders from being summoned. You don't have to kill the guy to stop the outsiders from being summoned here. Although that is a good way to do it. Mm -hmm. That that is a pretty final solution. Since he's white, it's not really a great loss. Do I know anything about how to remove the Hojillions of enchantments on him? Uh, (laughs) Fire would probably do it. Which would kill him just as dead. Uh huh. Like, if you set his house on fire, or if you set him on fire, found a way to set him on fire, and keep the fire going to burn through his Hojillion enchantments, which is usually just you need to make a fire big enough. Which would still kill him. Yes. Okay. Or you let it burn long enough to burn away the Hojillion of enchantments, and then you quickly put the fire out and then find a way to contain him in those precious moments between effort, enchantments being gone, and skin boiling. So, well, pretty sure your element is fire. (laughs) I'm guessing. Wow, Schrodinger's mentor. Well, let's find the white guy for how he's burned. How many towns is it now? <laughs> Technically, we've only confirmed the burning of one town. All right. <clears throat> well, is he sleeping peacefully in his bed? He is not sleeping peacefully. What is he doing? He's not there. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Let's look for evidence. Alertness. Come on, gang. Let's yeah. search for clues. I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm oblivious. It's. Whoa, it's dark in here. Um, you have just enough time to realize it's coming to dodge before that black ball of entropy goes sailing through that spot where you used to be. All right. Which direction did the black ball of entropy come from? That one where the sorcerers... I expected to say today. <laughs> from the direction that the reverend is now standing? Can I put a knife in him now? Yes. Yes, I think so. All right. Um, by the by, <laughs> so when I was pulling my loadout together for this, what's what's my normal, what is, what does Fomor not like beyond just iron? Or is it just iron because they're fairies? There's enough fairy in their makeup that iron is the one that's standard. Okay. Well, so it's just the good old well-wrapped steel knives. Mm-hmm. All right. Or the good old cast iron pots. <laughs> Those would be heavy and hard to carry around. But damn, would they thwock. <laughs> Epic fight scene ensues. Pretty much. <clears throat> good chunk of town does burn away. Fiery, 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 fiery. Because uh, eventually, fiery McBurney wizard <laughs> over here. Why do you want to put it like that, man? <laughs> I'm gonna burn it. Just doesn't see a reason why not anymore. And just starts unloading. I'm just saying they're white people. There's lots of them. More will come. 
I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. <laughs> so yeah, that was you know in the aftermath, you realize that that's what he was. That's what the Hojillian enchantments and the booze was doing was to make them susceptible, and what would start off as a sermon would eventually just turn into some aya aya chanting, and then would try to summon an outsider in the church. Yay! With lots so of instead of singing an Irish Jamaican song, we ended up singing Talking Heads and burning down the house. So your contract is filled. Yay. You you, you killed a servitor, beat Yay. up on some Fillmore. Serv- there were servitors that were in the town helping out set this stage. <laughs> the pay fortunately for the barkeep though, the, the tavern owner, um the outstanding debt mysteriously was, vanished. Well no, that's what the, the pastor was paying off the debt with church funds to make sure that everyone came to that meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that it mattered, but if he didn't pay up front, he was not going to get as much success. You realize if Darian dies, I'm going to make Wyatt as a character. And, <laughs> <laughs> and just go... <laughs> yeah. I told you, white people are like a plague. Look how many there are now. We can't burn down another city. <laughs> this time it'll be noticed. <laughs> um, so We're yeah, still talking about the time you got loose in Chicago. Ah, <laughs> uh, Chicago, such a wonderful town. So warm. The already. <laughs> Is this for me? Yeah. <laughs> Which basically means I can pick two weapons. This is a very thick It's cardstock. I didn't have any paper. Wow. Good job, Bill. <laughs> it's a very durable character. There is that. You'd better play this one for a while. Yeah. It's okay. I think this will be a little more. I was wondering why it was good. curling so much. Yeah, that cardstock's been in the package for a long time. But. Um, okay. Yeah. That works for me. Yeah. Armed arts basically means it's like. The stunt lets you pick, like, two weapons mm-hmm. to run off of fists instead of weapons. So, yeah. So, shillelagh and Knives. <laughs> Maybe and cross up. Well, yeah, I'll puzzle on that for a bit. But. Okay, um, so what do we want to call this scenario for your Burn bets? down the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how... Ashes over Isla... <laughs> We're like assholes over in Fishman Fry. Oh. Any actual like Friday Fishman Fry? <laughs> Friday Fishman Fry. I don't know how that would be invoked as an aspect on either mine or Dan's part. How about fulfilling the contract no matter what? <laughs> That would be the aspect, but yeah. for the title of the yeah. scenario. Oh, yeah, I like Friday Fishman Fry for that. God, that's not going to get used against me, fulfilling the contract, no, no matter, matter what. what. You're going to get a lot of fate points off that one. Yay! That's a good thing, though. You want aspects that I can compel <clears throat> frequently and often. Uh, I'll ask Aaron about that. <laughs> 
You know what? Aaron's the one that decided that he wanted to try to blow people up from the inside with grenades. Let's not have that conversation. Expect no. no consequence to come of it. <laughs> I don't understand. No, that's a fair comment. Society's to blame. Great, I'm turning into Tom. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully this next vignette won't take nearly as much time because it doesn't need to be framed like a session that we just hurried through. Whatever. Just made up. <laughs> I think that was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It, it bogged in places, but... All right. So it's the 1970s. It's Dublin. 70s? I'd only be like 20 years old. No, you uh, started off young. Yeah, you, you, just, you have spent 20 years in mortal realm. Because you originally popped up in the 50s. I was hoping for more like the 90s so the music in the club wouldn't suck. Oh, okay. See, I was going for a time when the Troubles were actually the Troubles. <laughs> it's your story. Oh, yeah. Either way, it works. You do 70s, right. but I'm not wearing bell bottoms or a leisure suit. <laughs> also Dublin, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. So... Who have I just finished up a job for that I would be actually at a bar in the mortal realm to settle up? Um, you just finished working a job with the Hellhound. Okay. All right. I'm okay with knowing him. That seems natural. You, you, Unless he hates your fucking guts. You got brought in as... You got brought in as... as he was... Uh, oh, what job? What kind of job would you work with on the Hellhound? Because this is before he takes his current job. Well, obviously, if I'm there, it has to be something where just plain gun won't do it. Okay. Yep. Um. So. All right. You were the knives. He was the gun. There was also the legs and Mrs. Robinson. Wow, that's really obscure. Um. Oh yeah, let's see. Probably with a fairy tilt, um, seventy. Okay, well, so yeah, essentially, what were the troubles in fairy? The troubles in fairy. <laughs> what? what this is the era of free love, Bill. What troubles were going on in fairy at this time? Oh, who could draw as much <laughs> energy as possible from all that? <laughs> is, is this is this kind of bittersweet because some other schmuck tried to run the Oberon Gambit, and Kincaid and I got hired by the respective sides uh-huh. to end it? Yep. <laughs> and we you killed free love, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's actually what it was was that there's a bunch of upstart sheed that were trying to use the error of free love in mortals to try to garner enough power to fill that vacuum if you know what I mean um, oh I already know the name of this one when love must die <laughs> and so yeah you and Kincaid worked together to end the era of free love we're responsible for the end of the 60s. It turns out it wasn't Vietnam. <laughs> wow, wow. How do you know that you guys didn't start Vietnam? <laughs> okay, that's a little too dark. And <laughs> 65 also... to 70. That's No, 75 almost. 
I know, I don't have the years right. <laughs> However, <Sorry>. actually, <laughs> it's not Vietnam. I know what it is. Cuban Missile Crisis? No. It w- it wasn't a killing. We actually had to insert someone. Yoko Ono. We had to break up the Beatles. I told you we'd go to Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> see, see no. Beatles... Uh, they actually took their inspiration from an insectile branch of the foam war. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The Beatles were their front men. They were trying to generate enough hype and fo- cultish following. There's more than one way to summon an outsider. Which is why things started getting weird with the White Album. <laughs> so Elvis was was the counter assault. Is that right? I mean, he was sworn in not only by LBJ but also by the stodgiest Texan wizard of the White Council that you can think of. I think Elvis was a wizard. Elvis was a musical wizard. Could work. I'd buy it. Yeah. That's why you still get all those things, all those sighting reports about him. Get on that butcher. <laughs> there's gonna be a there's gonna be a hard cases where that's gonna be like yeah anyway damn it oh so much fucking head cannon great oh yeah so yeah you do feel bad because you know yeah, you saved the world in... But at what cost? But at what cost? And that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. And so, a bunch of the sheet... It, I like the music with rocks in. A bunch of the a bunch of the sheet are having a... One last carousal in the bar that they had set up to mm-hmm. interface with mortals. And... Um, so, yeah. And... and <laughs> And since the era of free love is over, it's less of an orgy and turning into more of a brawl. Pretty much, yeah. And there's a weedy guy in the corner. Weedy? Weedy? And... Would would you like to insert a different adjective? I am always, always looking good, sir. Alright. I am dressed in the finest clothes. The point is, this place is about to be a brawl, and it looks like they're going to end up using you the for the The place mop. is about to be a brawl because Darian is hitting on everybody's girlfriend and succeeding. <laughs> oh, so you also helped in free love by being too good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that, strangely enough. <laughs> you know, when they said free love, they didn't mean, like, free market love. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to repopulate the spring court somehow. Anyway, yeah. Fair point. <laughs> I'm waiting for Dan to bring up bring that up in a game. <laughs> you remember back up. in 1985 when... No, no, hell no. I was not there. You are not my kid. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> but he has like this weird silvery look to his hair. and <laughs> anyway. He always does better in, at everything come March and April. <laughs> Who plays basketball? <laughs> anyway, that so I'm shillelaying my way around the fight. Yeah. <laughs> you with the stick, keep him off me, and I'll pay all your bills. I'll pay your bar tab. Well, there's a way to uh, double my profit margin on this job. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
just give him the stick. Don't give him the stick. Oh. Uh, Joe, put this one on my tab. Molotov. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much... That's the last night of the Free Love Bar in Dublin. <laughs> Sadly enough, this also this scenario also ends with a fire. <laughs> Thanks to that well-timed Molotov. <laughs> Stumble out of the bar... <laughs> Stumble into the next bar and the next bar. Wash, rinse, repeat. Damn right. He's good with that stick. <laughs> I'm buying all night. You want a job? Uh, <laughs> no, thanks. I'm a freelancer. Okay. So, sun is rising. Glasgow's. Dublin. <laughs> Dublin. Yeah, that's right. Whoa. Wait. <laughs> we could have ended up in Glasgow. That's <laughs> <Let's> not. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck are we? That wouldn't have started as an orgy. That would have started as a brawl and progressed to actual murders. Oh, let's just say I make sure that we don't go home alone. <laughs> All right, so you guys are wandering down the street together. Mm-hmm. Sure. Woman on each arm for the both of you, because uh-huh. why not? Because I'm that damn good. And so, Eric, you noticed something strange about that stick he's been using to whack people. <laughs> are we doing this? <laughs> are we doing this? I guess we are. <laughs> what do you got written on that stick, man? What does it say? Oh, here. Thwomp? What? Thwomp. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of self-explanatory, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he almost tried an accent. I'm proud of him. <laughs> Almost. Okay. So, scene title and aspect. Uh, I like When Love Must Die, because that got surprisingly dark with, for something that was just supposed to be a bar. Um, Yoko Ono and the end of the free love movement. I'm not sure I'm ever going to like your character. <laughs> you don't know I was responsible. You say a lot of things when you're drunk. He's also a professional, though. Yeah. Is he a professional alcoholic? He's a f- he's he's Faye. <laughs> Why is it that I'm suddenly thinking of that one song? <laughs> it was there that I learned all me courting. Many lessons I took in the art. Till Cube with the black card while sporting. An arrow drove straight through me heart. And mush, 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 mush to her laddie. Me mush, 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 mush to a lay. So I lathered him with me shillelagh, or he trod on the tail of me. Mush, 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 mush. Sorry. That was karaoke by David. Yeah. <laughs> so is that the aspect? You trod on the trail of me shillelagh? Or what is, what is that line? Uh, let's see. The line is, so I lathered him with me shillelagh. So I lathered him with me shillelagh. <laughs> that's that's How an are you going to invoke that? I, I would say that every time There's you run into a There's a problem that can be rectified problem. by a shillelagh. Right. All every right. time you're gonna you're gonna be tempted to do it that way. <laughs> it's a slightly more genteel way to say gone clubbing. Although I like uh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 even better. 
That's there's a double entendre there too, because anytime Darian wants to go party, I mean technically he he could remember that night in Dublin and be like, That was a good time. <laughs> That's true. Like Gone Clubbing. Yeah, sort of want Yeah. Gone clubbing. <laughs> that works. And you're welcome. Actually going clubbing. Because that gives you reason to invoke your own aspects when you are clubbing. <laughs> I'll invoke Gon Clubbing as I hit him with my shillelagh. Pretty much. As I Pretty lather much. him with my shillelagh. Because we've established that that is the proper verb. Uh, yeah, well, I like it better with the double, with the double meaning, so... Uh, okay, so then. So were you doing any other thing? Or well, um... As far as thing... Well, that's how for character creation. Now your character is up to speed, right? yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Except you have one more guest star redux. Yeah, but it's not like you have to have all of them, right? And those can and always get filled in later. Yeah. We can I always mean, do that as an introduction to. Um, yeah, if Michelle's Laura. jumping over to this group, she can. Yeah, she can take that yeah. spot. She's been around long enough, mm-hmm. character-wise. Are we going to get a Michelle? Um, more than likely, if Sean ends up sticking to the other group. Um, yeah. Um, especially if Foss keeps wanting to join. Anyway, uh, logistics, 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 logistics. Not for this. Not for while the mic is on. Um, and the only other thing we can do is how does um, how does Oak get drawn into Obelisk? Well, I mean. The two angles I either see are that, like, <clears throat> like I've said, this character used to be a guy that went up and beat up on people, mostly more, you know, at the behest of the fairy courts, but that's happening less now that they ha- they're, you know, not all pent up in fairy. So uh-huh. it's sort of a habit at this point, and this is where I've heard that they're popping up. Okay. Or, I mean, at this point, they're two people in the group that know me as a guy that can deal with this stuff and shit did just get real. So... Yeah, it, it, it'd honestly be easy to bring him into on the next session. I mean, he could just be investigating the same thing we are at the behest of another patron and then once... Or the investigating it on us. You guys can... I mean, I think, yeah, well, I'm just I'm saying to make it not 100%, you know, contrived tropey. and tropey. Yeah, and well, then I, at the I, end I, of that we could be like, hey, uh... We're also hiring if you want to be on permanent retainer. And I guess that's the thing is I feel like I was trying to stitch this to where it didn't feel contrived to just do that. Like, at the point at which you guys are both aware of me as a competent person in dealing with this sort of thing. Just because we beat the shit out of people all night in Dublin. <laughs> just well, because we... after that. Just because <laughs> we, we set a Felmore wizard on fire together. Wait. No, that actually does make sense. It that really germane. does. <laughs> we, are, Honestly, we do have a problem with a Felmore wizard, and I seem to recall a gentleman who was very good at beating them down. Long enough for us to set him on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and most of the rest of the town. Details. Springfield has a fire department. <clears throat> and, we don't, larger. and we don't have a pyromaniac old man wizard. Yeah. Unless Darian decides to die, apparently. <laughs> I'm not deciding to die. I like this character. I do not want to change this character. I'm simply warning you that <laughs> the next character might be a little more Bernie if something untowered should occur. Burning man. 
So basically what you're saying is that you're going to use Waya as your own uh, Dan Quayle. <laughs> now, read my lips. If something were to happen to me, back up. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to use it, but Bernie, back Bernie, up. old man the wizard. <laughs> no, actually, I, I have a better backup character concept than that. But It's good to I'm writing a... I'm not even going to go there because I don't want to. I want to play Darien out. Okay. Darien. Okay. <clears throat> so. Okay. So I guess we'll just make that decision between now and next time because we're probably at what two hours now. Uh, those two. Which are like I, I, none of you guys actually want to have made the call. If you feel like that's a little too on the nose, then okay, I'll just you know. I'm a freelancer. I decided to not take a job this week so I could see what the fish dudes were up to. Mm-hmm. Because they're... Every year, we celebrate the anniversary of Dublin together. We okay. destroy bars in a town, and this year, I just happened to mention, we're having a lot of problems with the FOMAR in Springfield. And that's why Finnegan's Wake was shut down for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea because that gives us a lot more history. Yeah. Okay. I do too. About 40 years worth of it. 40 years of bar destruction <laughs> and collateral damage. Why is it every year on the 15th of July they always destroy all the bars in Dublin? This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for indulging me in launching a new character, guys. That's fine. Do it all the time. <sighs> Why am I already picturing the? So I think I know what Darian. Ross needs to title this session. What's that? Enter the Bagman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I might actually like write up the fifteen minutes worth of research that I did in stitching all the bits of this together and post it to the forums. Because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Because <laughs> that'll help that make sense. Yep. All right, uh, boys and girls, sorry for this session being kind of short, but we did... And weird. And weird. I think they're used to weird at this point. Um, <laughs> and now we've learned an important lesson about mixing tacos and sugar. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Do it apparently. every time. <laughs> no, because when there was that bad part where we came off the sugar high. <laughs> and we were just like... What are words? Oh, what are words? <laughs> we need more sugar next time. Anybody who would like to buy me a box of Halloween candy? <laughs> it's on the cheap right now. Here in 20 XD6. 20 XD6? 1936. Anyway. Well, that's all for now, guys. Hope you had fun. We probably did. Good night. <laughs>